something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode 62, and I am your host, Cat Wonders. <laughs> now, what's going on with my outfit? I had this idea to w- kind of mesh some innocence with some naughtiness, okay? <laughs> so I think I achieved that. But my original plan was to wear um, kind of a studded black choker, but this perfect little lovely top from Sugar Thrills is too (laughs) high-necked. Basically, the collar was lost amongst this little tulle top that I'm wearing. So I just decided to wear a little bit of a risque um, bikini top. The bottoms to this are wild, so that's for OnlyFans and Patreon. (laughs) But the top is taped down so no there will be no nipple slips um, because this has a tendency to want to go left or right it's like politics okay (laughs) my nipples are like politics (sighs) anyway so this is episode 62 it is the middle of summer so I am still wearing a bikini even though it looks like I'm sort of just wearing something S&M underneath this I mean what constitutes a a bikini I could cut up a t-shirt and call it a bikini too a bikini top but um, actually that's not a bad idea it'd be really fun to take a plain white like men's t-shirt large and then just play around with it cut it up tie it up see what kind of creation you can make because I am really great at taking something and making it into something that it's not supposed to be <laughs> um, especially on OnlyFans or Patreon I'll take kind of like a body stocking and cut it up to make it my own you know have fun sometimes things happen like boobs fly out nips fly out left or right <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun but um, to do it like on camera because it is kind of risky because you <laughs> you have to understand the perspective of the camera not to turn left or right. Um, but anyway, so maybe I'll write that down. So episode 62. I today, because it is summertime, I'm going to be creating uh, a cocktail called the French 75 but not really. We're going to call this a Dutch 69 because, okay, I think I've made a French 75 before, which is just essentially sparkling water and gin. And I probably called it a Dutch 69 the last time too. It came to my mind too quickly. Sorry. I just had some like really seedy crackers with some hummus. And that's the worst thing to eat before you're going on a date, having a conversation or filming a podcast, just FYI, but still Dutch 69. And if I made a Dutch 69 already, I'm going to call the new one a Dutch (laughs) 69.5 because nobody wants to double up on their cocktails, especially on this channel. I'm always coming up with something new. The ingredients that I'm going to use are gin. And you guys look at this bottle. This rivals Bombay's gin bottle. Uh, This is a Citadel Gin de France. It's a French gin. And this is called a French 75. I mean, a Dutch 69.5. Anyway, so this is probably extremely appropriate. I have only tried a little sip of this. I had a little shot of this. Um, Not today. (laughs) I was sipping it in the pool. Um, But this is a very sippable gin as well. And I just feel like this gorgeous 
almost like a 1920s, um, what's the era? Like the flapper era, uh, Art Deco. That's what this reminds me of. And this color, <gasps> the Bombay is more of like an aqua blue. This is like a beautiful periwinkle sky blue, but I love this bottle. You know what? I just had this flash forward, creating a photo shoot for this bottle, how fun that would be. And if you hired 10 different artists to photograph this bottle, what would they come up with? You know what I mean? Like if you were to create a magazine ad for this bottle, um, I have a lot of different ideas. That would be a fun job, you know, marketing is fun, I think. If you get to be like right in where you want to be in marketing, like, you know, choosing color palettes and that kind of thing. And what would complement this color? Like what's the opposite on the color wheel? Is it yellow or something, you know? Probably because the opposite of purple is yellow. Anyway, I'm talking about nothing. I'm talking about the beauty of this bottle. But anyway, Citadel, French gin, beautiful bottle. It smells like a good time. Okay, gin to me smells like... <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so obviously there's like notes in every gin that are very similar, but this almost has like a vanilla or something more smooth about it. Um, anyway, love this gin. Um, and we're gonna add Fresca. So a French 75 is essentially gin, sparkling water, and lemon, and then like a lemon rind or something, like a lemon twist, they call it. This is kind of like sparkling water. This is like lemon sparkling water with a bit of sweetness. Also French 75 calls for a little bit of um, simple syrup, um, which I'm not gonna use because I'm not consuming sugar. Uh, at this point, but I am going to consume a little bit of natural sugar because I am going to put a bit of fresh peach into my cocktail. Now, I've said in the past that pineapple is my favorite fruit. Peaches in the summertime, and this is not like an ok Okanagan peach. The Okanagan peaches can be like this big. And you know how sometimes the bigger the fruit, the less fruity it tastes. So it's like more, it's less, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not as potent. <laughs> That's not the word. Anyway, it doesn't taste as good as smaller fruits. Well, in the Okanagan, a peach that's double or triple the size of this one um, will taste excellent. So this is from, I think, California. Nothing against California, but when it's summertime, I try to eat as much local fruit as possible if I'm eating sugar, okay? Today, I'm just gonna have a slice of this in my beverage for an essence of peach. Um, and then I've got some ice and my cocktail glass because this bottle of gin is so beautiful. I matched my cocktail stirrer or my little cocktail accessory with the bottle. Um, it is a whale tail with a little spur on it. This came with a bunch of cocktail accessories or cocktail, what is this called? A cocktail stirrer? A stir stick? A cocktail stir stick. <laughs> anyway, okay, so um, let's start with some gin now. Actually, no, let's start with some ice. Um, the... This drink does not have any other booze in it, so I'm gonna do two shots of the Citadel Gin. That's about shot, right? No, screw it, I'm just gonna free pour. Two shots-ish? I just spit into my mouth. 
I could not be a mixologist. People would be watching me from like behind the counter across from me making their drinks and I would just be laughing and spitting and dropping and breaking and but that's part of the fun of mixing your own cocktails. It's just the mess you make in the meantime. It's kind of like the saying half the fun is getting there. <laughs> it's the same thing with making cocktails to me. Uh, all right so let's add some fresca. And because I don't want my bubbles to completely disappear, I'm just going to do a mild stir, a dainty stir. Actually, you know what? No, maybe not. Maybe it's better to stir than to blow bubbles. Because sometimes if you blow bubbles into the bottom of your glass, it pushes what's on the bottom to the top. Now we're going to cut into this peach, this juicy, gorgeous peach, and um, add a little wedge. Oh, that was sexual. <laughs> I'm going to take my beautiful peach and put it into my glass. Push it down and just kind of sock it to the peach. No, all my bubbles are leaving. I just wanna get like a little bit of juice in there. I'm also going to choose one of these other little cocktail accessories. Look at these. We have cacti. We've got kind of like palm leaves. We've got, I almost called the pineapple grapefruits and little pigeons. <laughs> By pigeons, I mean these little Effers. What are these called? <laughs> what are these called again? Scream at me through the through the screen, please. Flamingos. Thank you. And I'm just gonna cut another little piece. I'm just gonna do it for you in the camera so that you can see. idea. I tried to involve you like almost like an ASMR and that didn't happen. So, okay, here we go. My flamingo. Do, do, do. He's just going to be chilling. That's actually really cute. <laughs> looks like he's sort of just standing in the, in the water. Don't you think the stick is kind of like the legs. Okay, let's, oh my God, I have to eat a slice of this. That is not gonna go to waste. I don't care. I don't care if it kicks me out of keto, I'm eating that peach. All right, let's try this. Dutch 69. Oh my God, why is this so good? I definitely taste the peach. I also just took a bite of peach. <laughs> Might just be what's left of my teeth. But this is a lovely drink. Uh, lovely slash dangerous because I could drink five and 
because you can't taste, I, to me, the gin just adds like a nice flavor to the drink. You don't even taste alcohol at all. So just saying, highly recommend, definitely drink for summer. This little bow is pissing me off. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my week, I went jet boating and I went on, it was a 130 kilometer trip that's up and down. And we went, it was such a beautiful sunny day and stupidly, um, the forecast said it was going to be about 24, 25. Um, but because you're on the water, uh, it's a little chillier. The, the, the water is cold. So, you know, like it's not 25 on the water, especially with the wind, the breeze, whatever. But then we stop on like all these little different beaches, these beaches on the side of the, the river, because we're going up river. Great thing about jet boats. It's not like a speed boat or like a fishing boat that you take on a lake um, the jet boats are designed to go up current so up river which is really really unique and super fun but I didn't bring my bikini a bikini not one like you'd think that I'd have bikinis stashed and stored all over the freaking place right <laughs> because I have thousands but the truth is I don't. And it's really stupid. Do you want to know what else is really strange? Yesterday I went to the pool and like the public pool and I could not choose a swimsuit. I was like, I don't want to wear this. I don't want to, like, I was just in one of these moods where I was not wanting to wear anything. <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> I mean, I usually would rather just go naked because I don't want a swimsuit cutting in here, here, here. Because uh, most of the swimsuits that I love are not necessarily practical. So I love swimsuits with extra details, extra strings, straps. They're not, they're going to leave weird tan lines. So that makes it difficult to pull from my bin because I do have a couple of like really simple triangle bikinis. But if I'm not feeling the color, maybe I don't have enough fake tan on or real tan to. Um... So anyway, long story short, I did not have a bikini with me, which I just wound up having to hang out in my bra and underwear. And the people that we were with was were cool with it. They had swimsuits. I didn't, I'm like, just so you know, I didn't bring a swimsuit. It's pretty much doing the same thing that my bra and panties are doing. Um, and they weren't white or something. They weren't going to be going see-through. They were like blue and gray or something. But how dumb on a July like weekend going jet boating and I didn't bring a swimsuit. So now I feel like I'm just going to have like little Ziploc bags of swimsuits just scattered. So I at least have an option <laughs> for those random moments, but I won't be making that mistake again. Also, I made shish kebabs for dinner last night and I've made the same mistake so many times that I decided that I was never going to cheap out on shish kebab meat ever again. <laughs> shish kebab meat. So when you're making a shish kebab, you're not cooking it for very long, right? You want a really hot barbecue. You want to like char the vegetables that you're cooking with it and cook the garlic at least a little bit because I love thick like elephant garlic on my shish kebabs. Anyway, this time I splurged on some like really good sirloin or was it tenderloin steaks long skinny steaks it was perfect because i could chop the anyway the best shish kebabs i've ever made last night so great i made caesar salad shish kebabs just very light nothing crazy heavy i didn't even do any carbs no rice no i mean you know for everyone else um because i typically don't do not eat carbs but anyway i just was really proud of myself and i thought and you know what i also did that i don't normally do is i used a honey garlic barbecue sauce i think it's called like honey garlic bonanza or something and i 
put it on the vegetables and everything. Like I, I soaked the meat in it or I, I marinated the meat in this first. And then I took uh, a brush of the leftover stuff and just brushed it all over. And it was so good. It just really added like an extra dimension of flavor to the vegetables. Because sometimes I find shish kebab vegetables kind of blah. The meat's great. The veggies are kind of, but this really just made a difference. And uh, what is a greater summer food than like besides barbecue burgers is shish kebabs. Do you ever cook them in the winter time ever? Cause I barbecue in the winter. Sometimes I'm just like feeling like barbecue <laughs> and it's minus 30, it doesn't matter. It takes a long time for the barbecue to heat up, mind you. Like you're wasting a lot of propane, <laughs> but it's possible. Okay, let's have another sippy sip of this. If I had like a little trailer <laughs> that I could park at a festival and just make these, they'd be selling like hotcakes. In fact, it was really dumb. In Alberta, like, as I was thinking about the Stampede and which I did not go this year, sadly. Um, and I could have many times because there were these events that I could have, that I was invited to that I just didn't wind up making the time to go. Um, just other things, other things were going on. But anyway, so in Canada, we don't, well, actually it's not true. Some provinces apparently, because um, I talked about this on a previous podcast, some provinces in Canada, you can buy liquor at the grocery store. But growing up and just in BC and Can in Alberta, BC and Alberta, um, there is no, like, for example, at the Stampede, you cannot buy a beer at one of the vendors and just walk around the Stampede, which I think is crazy. Because I've been to like Oktoberfest and festivals and stuff in Europe where people are just walking around with their beverages. In the States, you can walk down the strip in Vegas with your booze, like... This is normal stuff, but at the Stampede, you have to go to designated tents or designated areas where you can drink. You can't just like take your drink, I, which makes sense. I mean, you don't really want to be taking it on the roller coaster with you, like your beverage. I don't think you can take drinks and you could barely take a backpack on one of those things. But um, how did I get into this? Oh, I was talking about like being a little vendor and selling these on the side of the street, which is not good either because people drive on the street. <laughs> I don't be selling booze on the side of the street. Anyway, I'm just really confident with this beverage and I think that you should make it. But make it with the Citadel gin and Fresca and throw a peach in there. So I excitedly have already started ordering Halloween costumes for my 25 days of Halloween costumes on Patreon and OnlyFans. So this is where I feature 25 and it's 20 or 25. I have not decided yet, depending on the amount of effort <laughs> that I have time for. Um, but I think probably 25. I think last year I did 25. 25 days of Halloween costumes where I feature every video is I'm a different character. And I get into these characters. I have wigs. I have accessories. And it's not, uh, it's, it's kind of a different reveal every time. Sometimes I'm wearing nothing underneath. Sometimes I'm wearing pasties. Sometimes I'm wearing micro bikinis. Sometimes I'm wearing insane lingerie. And But this year I've got some really interesting things planned. I'm hoping will work. There's really interesting, I keep saying the word interesting, but it's true. There is this interesting body tape that you can kind of cut up and then create your own little creation on yourself. So I've got some of that coming. I've got just tons of new shoes and costumes. And actually Dolls Kill 
a website that I love to shop on. It has recently come out with almost like if you think of the movie Mad Max and like the the characters surviving in the desert and it's war times and like everybody's got like dirt on their face and it's almost like a combination of the desert in Star Wars and Mad Max combined and they've got the craziest outfits. So some of these outfits that I have coming are not even Halloween related. They're just sort of like weird festival kind of grunge, strange, strappy, like just really cool stuff. Um, you can get a sneak peek if you want. Go check out the website. But um, I'm so excited. And so, you know, very like literal costumes. I've done a lot of them. French Maeve, check. Witch, check. Um, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, check. So I'm switching it up a little bit, making it a little bit different. Of course, very dressed up, very accessory oriented this season. Um, but I've just, I've stuff has, has just started to roll in and I'm like stoked. I am so excited. So that will run from October 1st to the 25th and will stay live until the 31st. So the whole month of October, you can enjoy um, hanging out with me every day and getting spooky, getting naughty and getting um, into character, which is really fun. It's pretty much what I do here on this podcast too, where I'm dressing up. I'm not playing a character, mind you. I'm usually myself, but sometimes I can get crazy. Check these out. I just got these in the mail and these are pasties. So we've got red hearts. We've got black hearts. We've got, ooh, these are kind of like a ivory and pink hearts. And you know what? I have been known to create peach pasties out of regular pasties. Now, um, if you don't know what a peach pasty is, I'm gonna let you try to figure that out. <laughs> you can go to <laughs> my Patreon or my OnlyFans to discover that yourself. But um, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Alrighty. Do you ever find yourself enjoying something so much that you're just distracted by the fact that it's going to end and you're not really living fully in the moment? That's how I feel about summertime. I feel like on days that are perfection, days that I'm like, this is unbelievably perfect temperature. Um, it's the sky is gorgeous. There are no bugs. It's just like heaven on earth. I have like invasive thoughts of it ending. Like I can't really almost live it and enjoy it in the moment because I'm thinking about when it's like, it's so short. It's like, a, it's like an illness, you know, <laughs> how stupid is that? Just live in the moment, breathe. Like I was on the uh, side by side, just chewing around my property yesterday and, and the smells, just the smells alone of like going through the forest, the natural forest and like summertime smells, it changes in the fall. In fact, the fall side by siding or quadding through the forest in the fall, in the autumn, whatever you call it, uh, is just intoxicating. It is like spicy. There's some decay happening, but it's like an organic, earthy smell. And it's just, I can't explain it. For somebody who's in, who lives in the city and doesn't experience 
the the wilderness, like wilderness in the different seasons, um, especially fall. I just it's I can't explain it to you, um, but I highly recommend taking the time out of your months of the season. So like October. In October, find a forest and just walk through it and smell shit. Smell the trees. <laughs> smell smell the earth. It just is something that like it feeds your spirit and your soul in some way that you can't understand. It's like we're humans. We're human beings. We're on this earth. We can't, you know what I mean? Like it just is like doing mushrooms. <laughs> you discover things about yourself, your environment, but, you know, in a very clean, innocent type of way where you can still go to work that afternoon if you need to. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, but I, the, the Rocky Mountains and just the forest is part of me. And I know I sound like a hippie and I definitely am not like eating organic food or like growing I am growing some of my own vegetables, but it's in a greenhouse. Um, I'm not foraging, you know, daily and really one with the forest, but I love it. And um, I look forward to every season, believe it or not. The fall especially. There's something about, so I love, I'm a summer girl. I love summer. You could do the most in the summer. It's short, <laughs> but it's fun. But the fall, it's like the coziness of the chillier nights and the colder mornings starting to get a bit darker, um, the spiciness of like just the forest, the pumpkin, like the harvest, pumpkins, pumpkin spice, everything is starting to kind of like lean towards Christmas. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's really maybe Christmas and winter is my favorite season because I feel like summer is like let loose, let's have fun, like let's just live our best lives and stay up late and like get sunburned and just fucking sorry part of my language, but like just let loose. Let's just be free and let loose. That's what summer represents to me. Fall is like okay, we've had our fun and now it's getting a bit chillier. The bugs are dying off, which is great. And we're leaning into winter. It's like a nice lead into the harshest season. But I feel like I'm so rambling on this episode. Sorry. <laughs> but I just, I love the fall. I love to kind of start to pull out my sweaters. And I love to start planning more cozy meals. I guess cooking is a big part of fall for me too. Cooking and baking. I love to... Um, start making more soups and stews and the smells and aromas and I don't know food maybe yeah like if you took food out of the equation fall would be half as lovely as it is to me like this the, the entire package and the beauty the beauty of fall like anyway <laughs> uh, I'm just I've learned over the years to appreciate all seasons I you know as a kid I to be honest, I barely remember winters as a kid. I grew up in Alberta in Lethbridge and um, you know, winters when you're a kid is about like tobogganing. And I think back then there was more snow. Now it's in the wintertime in Alberta or in Lethbridge anyway, it's very dry, like dry, cold winters, but there's a lot of sun. Where I live now, it's definitely not as sunny, um, but it's a bit warmer and there's a lot more snow. But anyway, so yeah. How did I get on being a kid? I don't know. This, this gin, I'm telling you, I had like hummus and crackers today. That's it. And it's, it's, it's hitting me. So <laughs> hang on to your horses. So I had a thought 
and more of like a way to explain how I feel. So I was watching a movie over the last two nights because the first night it got too late, I couldn't finish it. Um, I'm gonna try to remember the name of the movie so I can post it because you guys should watch it. It's just one word. What that word is, I don't remember. It's called like Nightfall or something. There, okay, so the movie is, I'm not gonna do any, like give you any spoilers, but the movie is sort of set in a gorgeous desert oasis of a home. Like basically, <laughs> I don't know if I said that right, but it's a mansion pretty much in the desert, but it's done really, really, really beautifully. And there's pools and it's very refreshing and shady, but it's still like in the desert. And there was a scene where, and the entire movie, there is kind of like a an eerie sort of melody playing the whole time. Almost like a 1950s film where like dr drama films were like, <sighs> I'm not going to be able to explain this right, but you know, there's this kind of tune that's eerie, but it's, it's playing and it's not like the way movies are made these days where it's very like intentional, the music for this part and that part. And anyway, so it was flashing on this gorgeous home, like cacti and palms and the home is immaculate and very trendy and boho and the pool and just total paradise but the music that's playing over it was very kind of ominous and eerie and kind of like that's <laughs> so stupid but no like didn't match what was being shown pretty much um sunshine like just looked like there should be that kind of music playing over top. And then it hit me. So there have been some things recently that have happened in my life and my like surrounding friends, family that have been quite heavy and sad. I'm not going to share with you. This is not my, not my place to share this information, but you know, you're kind of like, and it's, it's summertime. So when, what I mean by that is for me, it's my happy time, right? It's like summer. Yes. But of course there are things that happen in life that throw things completely for upside down where, you know, doesn't matter if it's sun or not. It's like, you know, you're kind of in a state of shock and, you know, depression kind of there have been other times in my life where for no absolute like absolutely no reason whether it could be just hormonal could be because I didn't sleep well could be because of you know other disappointments and things that like just cause you to kind of be a bit down this movie it was exactly how I can describe what it's like to be a little bit depressed to people that don't understand depression, because I'm not a like I don't suffer from depression or anxiety or that kind of thing. I mean, I, I I have circumstantial depression or anxiety, like it's not a chemical imbalance in me. But when I was watching this movie, this music, the sad kind of music was playing over this gorgeous, beautiful setting. And that is the best way almost for me to describe what it's like for me to have something so beautiful visually in front of you and, and just have kind of sad music over top. That is, <laughs> I just, I, I like actually texted it to myself when I saw this part of the movie that some days you, it's perfect the this you could be on the ocean you could have paid twenty thousand dollars on a vacation and your kids are playing and your family is over there and you're you know like there's this sad song playing over top of all of it 
it was a bit of a moment for me where, because you've seen movies where they'll, there'll be a scene and they show it to you with this type of music and how it completely changes when they change the type of music, you know, like a scene in Top Gun where it's like they're playing Eye of the Tiger. I don't, <laughs> I haven't seen the new Top Gun. Don't shoot me. But like there are movies where they're playing like really kind of like motivational hardcore music. And then they'll play the same scene from the same movie, but play like some sort of hillbilly tune over top. And it completely changes their perception of the mood, like you, the way that you see the characters and the scene. So music is massive. Sorry, I have like, <laughs> I feel like I have another little fiber. Anyway, so long story short, I just had a bit of a revelation that, that like not even a revelation. <laughs> I just had this thought and changing the tune of your experience or your setting is not always possible like you can't change the music you can't it's not as easy as putting something happy on instead right you kind of have to work your way through it and accept it the funny thing is and I don't really get PMS every month <laughs> I sometimes it's worse than others and like it's also will be based on like I said before how much sleep I've had or how much food I've had to eat or something like that but even though you know what's causing you to feel a certain way, it does not mean that you can change how you feel because you understand it. It's like, I know I'm PMSing when I'm trying to scrape the food off of a dish and I'm disgusted. I am so disgusted by the food on this dish that I just am ready to gag, okay? That's what happens to me when I'm PMSing. I don't... and. I'm not really in a lot of positions or with a lot of people that piss me off enough to be like losing my shit on other people. It could happen, but <laughs> it's never really happened. But when normally I could just be scrubbing that dish, understanding it's just dry food, dry ketchup, egg yolk is the worst, but whatever. It's just food stuck to a dish. It's not defeating me. <laughs> but as soon as things like that start defeating me and I'm so mad at this dish, I'm disgusted that I just want to, I'd rather put it in the garbage than clean it. I'd rather just put it in the garbage, close and forget about it. Like that is the point that I get to. Um, but as it's happening, I know why it's happening. I know that it's going to be that time of the month and I am just raging because I'm <laughs> I have PMS. It doesn't matter. Logically, you'd think, oh, it's just PMS. Okay. Okay. Get it. Like snap yourself out of a cat. Like whatever, you know, tomorrow's a new day. It's not going to last long. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're stuck in it. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Knowing about it even pisses you off more because you know, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just you're a prisoner in your own self. So I hope <laughs> what I've said has resonated with a couple of you. Sometimes I get like deep in my own head about things and I'm like, this would be a really great topic on my podcast, but I don't really structure how I'm going to talk about it. So it was more of a ramble about some thoughts that I had recently. You know, I had this thought, you're like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> I, um, I want to get to the point where I can film and vlog without wearing so much makeup. The thing is is I'm kind of like old Hollywood at heart. I like to do my hair, my makeup, my outfit, right? And part of that is will always be who I am. I'm never gonna just not put effort in, even though it's great and fun and free to just not wear makeup or give a shit, but that's not who I am. Even if I wanted to pretend, I'd still be very uncomfortable. 
I'm just going to be honest. But then I thought, what if I were to completely like change my channel? What if I were to just start vlogging my life? Let you all in on everything that's going on. I mean, not that this is like makes for a better life, but it makes it easier to create content because I'm not trying to hide certain parts of my house or like family members or you know what I mean? Today, I'm going to bleach and clean my pool. Let's do this. You know, make a cocktail, hang out. Who cares? Not saying that this is something that like, I like to keep a lot of my life private. 90% of my life is private. <laughs> the facade that you see is not really who I am. I mean, it is like I'm genuine when it comes to this kind of thing and talking and my opinions and that sort of thing. And even on camera when I'm tr doing my try on videos or bikinis or dresses or whatever, it's all real. It's all really me, but it's just such a fraction of my actual real life and the adventures that I have and the things that I do and the people that I know and my family and my friends. And it's just, I don't share anything other than what you see. And it's kind of a scary thing to think about opening up more. You know, number one, I've, when I started my channel, I knew to keep a lot of things very private. I would never share, you know, my address, like where I live specifically or that kind of thing, just because I'm like, maybe one day if my channel goes anywhere, then I'll like, you know, privacy is sort of key to survival. <laughs> So uh, I was pretty careful from the beginning. You know, I'm not perfect. So there's obviously, there's so many people that I know personally that just know, know where I live, what I do and like that kind of thing. So like you can never just stay completely private. But uh, I just think about, you know, if I were to share more of my life and more of my home and more of my surroundings, whatever, I'm just more, I'm like a, a, at a bit more of a risk for people just... I don't know, showing up at my house. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've had dreams and nightmares about people just finding me. Like that's a weird, that's a weird thought. And not that I've ever really been in a position where I've been afraid and like had any type of threats or that kind of thing. I've had some strange things happen, but nothing that couldn't be dealt with by having connections. <laughs> because I know some people, okay? So if you're one of those people trying to figure out where I live, uh, no, anyway, so it is what it is. And I not, I'm not living in fear or anything like that and not even close to it, but I just worry about sharing more, being more out there, people having more images, people, you know what I mean? I just, there's a balance there. I mean, I'm happy where I'm at. This podcast has been like a really good way for me to share more about who I am and my ideas and thoughts and dreams and hopes and all that fun stuff. But I would like to get to the point because my editor, I have a video editor and he is excellent. Initially when I um, hired him, I was planning on doing more vlogging and that kind of thing. And that's what he pretty much specializes in. Like I, he's great no matter what. And I could give him 16 hours of footage and he would do exactly what I wanted with it and make it as short or as long as I wanted. So that's not the issue. It's just crossing that boundary a little bit for me. So anyway, this is sort of like gone, I've gone off in like a completely other tangent. Um, how did I even get into that? Oh, about music over certain settings and how that reflects on, anyway. <laughs> it's kind of a weird pod. I, I feel like, to be honest, um, I've had a second wave of allergies and I feel like allergies, I'm not on any like allergy medication because I do not mix that with booze. That's what, that's a big no-no because that makes people a little crazy and it's probably not good for your system. Um, but I also, and you know what, maybe it's a blessing. Sometimes like when you're not in your right state of mind, that's when you have your best ideas and like your best 
inspirations. So I'm not mad at it, but I've just been having a lot of like, also weird, like really weird dreams. And maybe this is also touching on like the whole people finding out where I am and that kind of thing. Dreaming about people like coming into my room and like being in my room, walking into my bedroom, because I think I've talked about this before, but I have this moment and it doesn't happen every day, but probably say like 10 times a month. So like once every three days I'll have... That's actually, no, that's a lie. Less than that. Once a week. Okay. So four times a month where my conscience, my consciousness, sorry, not conscience. <laughs> I don't have a conscience. <laughs> where my consciousness is sort of mixed with my subconscious. So like I'm in a bit of a dream state when I wake up. So I wake up, I open my eyes, I'm awake. I'm about to kind of grab my phone to see what time it is. In the meantime, for like 10 seconds, and maybe that's even too long, maybe five seconds, I can see things in my bedroom that are still part of my dream. And it's not an exact like, because I can't really remember my, what my dream even was. I've seen like strange morphing spheres, like just in front of me. I've seen torrent, like full on actual, like it's not just um, shapes and squiggles and lines. It's tarantulas coming down from the ceiling. I shouldn't say that's one time I had a freaking huge tarantula coming down from the ceiling at me where I'm legitimately like you wake up and you see this and you're like, <gasps> and then you kind of just, holy shit, like it disappears. But this has happened with people in my room. Um, there was a period of time where I was seeing people standing in my room for that split like five seconds in the corners of my bedroom. And I was convinced that this was like my spirit guides or somebody trying to get a hold of me to contact me or whatever. Um, I've also seen things like my the ceiling of my bedroom come down and I freaking flopped off my bed one time where I was like, <sighs> and I flew back and off the side of my bed. And that was a bad one. But it's unbelievable it's kind of like you know you can explain it to people and maybe you are one of those people too where you're there's just like a there's like your your subconscious like your dream state hasn't snapped out of it like you're awake but your dreams are still kind of happening so there's like this this like overlap happening so this period right here it's like whew, scary until it's disconnected and you're awake but there's this happening. <laughs> and so luckily, the only time I've ever really hurt myself was when I flew off the bed when the ceiling was collapsing down. But otherwise, it's like really strange, random things. But lately, it's been people walking around the corner because I have a bit of like a, a hallway and a closet and stuff that you walk past to get into my bedroom coming around that corner. And I'm like, you know. And I'm not always afraid. Like I've seen people and things like close to me. I remember seeing um, like a really burnt person, like a really burnt, no hair, very like, I guess just the whites of the eyes, like burnt person for three seconds. And I woke up and I was like, somebody was visiting me. But then I, it freaks me out too. Cause I'm like, are these messages? Are these people like, are these people that need help? Are they trying to contact me? Are these spirits? Are they, what are they aliens? <laughs> I don't know. Like, should I be paying attention to this stuff? Right? Because to be honest, I don't think anything has ever really happened that I'm like, I had a warning this morning, you know, about this. It's all random, random stuff. So very likely 
on the random dream part of the brain, not necessarily people coming through. But now that I put that out there, <laughs> I feel like the universe or the other dimensions will be like, mm, okay, she sees us. Let's, uh, let's put on a show. <laughs> no, please, please. I don't want to wake up terrified. Show me lovely things. I want to see a unicorn in my room, okay? Not a burnt to a crisp human figure. Also, is it just me? Or there are, are there a bajillion... <laughs> I'm not drunk, I swear. Are there a bajillion weddings happening this season? What's going on? So <laughs> years and years and years go by and I'm not invited to one wedding. Like years. Then suddenly... This summer, I think because people are like, okay, the pandemic is finally over. People are just like, everything's lightening up more and more and more. Let's do it now. So I get it. Um, but wow. It's exciting though. To be honest, I love a good wedding. I love picking my outfit and making sure to find out what the bridesmaids are wearing so that I don't match. Um, I obviously don't wear white. And um, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, shoes. I have so many really dressy outfits that I never get to wear. So a wedding is a really good excuse to pull some of like my shit out like this. Could you imagine? Oh my God. Congratulations. I, this is, um, you know what I decided to wear to your wedding. Uh, can I make a speech? No, sorry, cat. <laughs> Not in that outfit. So I was looking for jokes and I have to be honest, I'm not a comedian. I like to laugh at jokes, but I cannot keep reading the same old shitty jokes to you. <laughs> Some of them are really good, but most of them that I can find online are, have been said before, read before. I almost need to come up with a new segment because I love a good joke. And I grew up with my parent, both my parents being really, really, really hilarious and like telling jokes like it was like, there's no tomorrow. I've always wanted to be like that. I, but I can't remember a joke for the life of me and I cannot tell a joke for the life of me. I can read jokes, but that's about it. Anyway, long story short, there's nothing left on the internet, okay? <laughs> From where I can find. So I think it would be fun to start doing more like quizzes, that kind of thing, like interactive type stuff. And <laughs> this is really random, but I found this article on a website called Let's Eat Cake and it's funny latte art fails that will make you think I could do that. So this is images. So I'm going to send my editor <laughs> the images of all of these lattes. And I have not, I've only seen the first one and I thought I'm going to save these almost like a reaction video to some of these latte art photos. Funny latte art fails that will make you think I could do that. <laughs> I've tried to make latte art and it's not as easy as it looks. All right, so this first one, this is the only one I've seen. Angry latte. <laughs> We'd be more scared of it if it was actually awake at the time of getting it. Doesn't it kind of look like a little penis? <laughs> it looks like a little penis. It looks like a little angry wiener. Okay, this next one is called the Ice Age Squirrel. We're trying to be more positive in the mornings, but we still don't think he got his acorn in this liquid reality. <laughs> I'm not gonna read the captions, okay? Let's just look at the art and then react together, okay? What is this one? A puffy cloud? How stupid. Casper the swirly ghost. Hmm, interesting, kind of looks like um, a fetus. <laughs> or a peanut, but yeah, maybe ghost. Ghost is the one. Afternoon delight. <laughs> this is good. This is really good. It's funny because my parents sang a song called Afternoon Delight in their band. And 
I never realized what it meant until they told me. It's just afternoon sex. <laughs> I don't even farty jabba jabba the hut. So dumb. Does not make sense. Depresso latte art. Like, does it not look like Frosty the snowman? Like with a ball cap or like a skull cap? <laughs> this is good. This is what I would do, okay? If my latte dreams came true, this is what my coffee would look like in the morning. A caffeine cat. Penis latte art. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this would be this would be so good if you okay if I had a coffee shop I would train my baristas to create this middle finger so when you put your coffee down in front of somebody they're getting one of these that is so funny I feel like 99% of people at least in Canada would laugh at this that's funny <laughs> what as if this is crazy. E.T. phone home. It's like a palm tree and E.T. E-tree. No, I'm just joking. That is good. Like, look at the circles around the eyes. And I think that's it. Okay, well, anyway, if you guys have suggestions for, like, I would love to do more reaction videos. Um, there are some really hilarious, like, TikTok videos, Instagram videos. I watch in Instagram reels and then YouTube shorts, um, which are all kind of, I think if anybody has a TikTok account, they kind of like cover all platforms. So it's all the same stuff, but I'd love to find some really hilarious ones that I find really funny and share them with you. And then we can kind of laugh together because the joke scene is a little dry. I've always like fantasized about being a stand-up comedian and, and having a set, you know, like going, ha being prepared, going up in front of people, telling my jokes. I'm so far from that. And one day, maybe, maybe one day I'll get up on, on, on like a, I don't know, an open mic night and slay it. Cause it, maybe when I'm 85, <laughs> when I'm old and funny. Um, but joke wise, coming up with my own, it's really not... <laughs> Not what I'm good at, so. Um, okay, so one more thing before I go, because we've hit over an hour already, um, is my sex toy collection. So it's been growing. And recently I was sponsored, so this is not sponsored by Love Honey, <laughs> the, the company they're gonna mention, but I did a sponsored video for them recently and uh, they sent me three toys. It got me inspired because I have like a little tickle trunk, no pun intended. And I kind of like, depending on what kind of videos that I'm watching or what I'm kind of into will depend on what I'm using for my toy. And after going and spending more time on this Love Honey website, use code CATWONDERS20 for 20% off. <laughs> um, it is freaking endless, the stuff that they have, like for guys and girls. Just saying like the strokers and things for guys on the website are, I just don't, it blows my mind. <laughs> also no pun intended. But it's kind of wild. I mean, whatever you can conjure up and imagine, it exists, you know? I just think that it spices up 
your sex life so much, whether it's just with yourself, your partner. It's really, I don't know, it's quite liberating. It's very, it's something, you know, like back in the day when you used to go to Blockbuster and pick out a movie and you were going to go and like make snacks and nachos and like you, you made your whole evening based around your, your Blockbuster video rental. That's, that's like, that's what sex toys are now. It's like make, base your entire evening around your new sex toy. I'm talking candles. I'm talking food. Yes, food. I'm talking ambiance, music. Maybe you're putting on a freaking food show. <laughs> I have a sick admission. In the evenings, one of my favorite things to do is watch a cooking show, like Asian cooking shows. There's there's a couple series on right now, like about um, Asian street foods. I start watching these shows and I, for some reason, start getting really turned on. And I think because food, I love food so much that it triggers, it's like it triggers the same part of my brain that I start to want to have a little fun as I'm watching these Asian cooking shows. <laughs> I know it's weird, but it's just something about the receptors in my brain. It's like a fine line. It's a little bit of, maybe a little bit of that. Um, interesting anyway. But I feel like um, it's all in good fun. And uh, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> all right, everyone. That concludes this episode. That's episode 62 of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Um, even though this video is not sponsored by Love Honey, if you are looking to spice up your sex life with some sex toys, then uh, check out lovehoney.com, catwonders20, for 20% off your purchase. You're welcome. Um, and I have an OnlyFans. I have a Patreon and um, an Instagram, Snapchat, a... Twitter, all that fun stuff linked down below in the, in the description box. Ooh, that gin. The Linktree link down in the description box has everywhere, everything you need to know, everywhere you need to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and please like this video if you enjoyed it. And uh, also don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my future podcasts. And uh, yes. I hope you have an amazing weekend. It is Friday and Fridays are where it's at. So enjoy the rest of your weekend and I'll see you all in my next video.